How long was Neil Armstrong actually on the moon? When did Europe start speaking English? Did Marco Polo really go to China? CuriosityStream is the streaming service for all things history, plus science, wildlife, and more. What's the real story behind the Mona Lisa? We've got that. What caused the collapse of Rome? We know. Where did we find mankind's earliest ancestor? Come find out. For the holidays, get the gift of curiosity with 25% off gift cards for your curious cohorts. It's holiday shopping season at curiositystream.com slash gift. Welcome to another episode of the Padawans podcast. I am your host, Lucas. And as always, David, how are we doing, David? I'm excited. We're ready to ready to jump into this. We're finishing up malevolence today. Yes. And just to let you guys know, uh, we will start getting into arcs. So the way it'll work is we'll these next couple of episodes. So the last episode we will do of Clone Wars um, as we'll, a single standalone. Yeah, as a, as a single standalone will be rookies, which will be not next week because David is gone and I've got a guest coming in. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, David will be gone next week. Then we have another special guest who will do break down the episode with us on uh, on August 1st. And I will fill everybody in on that later. Um, and then we'll start getting into arcs that following week. So um, when you watch, you'll want to watch two episodes at a time or an arc at a time. It depends. Well, we'll kind of, we'll let you know before we get into it, what, yeah, whatever, you know, if we're doing season three, episode four, five, six, or like whatever it is, we'll kind of fill the listener in with us. Yeah. We'll still, we'll still go in order. We're still going in order, but we're doing two episodes at a time now. So, or however long the arc is. Right. Um, And we'll start getting more guests in doing guest appearances, having them talk about arcs and the Clone Wars and stuff like that, and just Star Wars in general. So uh, a lot of good things coming down the pipeline. But, um, David, do you want me to do my beginning voice? Because it seems like everybody enjoys that. For the There's a beginning voice? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, go for it. All right, ready? Grievous in retreat. Before the battleship malevolence could destroy the an outer rim clone medical medical base of a, a Republic strike force under the command of Jedi General Anakin Skywalker crippled the warship, disabling its dreaded ion cannon. Now the Jedi relentlessly pursue the malevolence. Kind of shaky. No, that was that. Wow. I didn't know there was a voice. Well, I do it every episode. I, I, you know, sometimes you just get excited and I can't tell if that's the voice or that's just you being excited. No, no. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, so the, uh, name of the episode is episode four, uh, destroy malevolence. Um, the director was again, Brian Kalen O'Connell who directed the last episode, I believe. And then the writer for the episode is Tim Burns. Um, obviously executive produced by Dave Filoni, blah, blah, blah. So yeah, David, let's get into it. So, uh, so I, I want to kind of depart from how we've been doing things for the last couple of episodes. I, I'm going to give our listeners faith in that they are watching these episodes before we, before they listen to this. So yeah. 
going forward, we're not going to take you scene by scene and kind of walk you through the things. We're going to give you the guideline of like, oh, here's how things are going. But we, we want to kind of give you a little bit more credit and talk more about our reactions to the show instead of just walking you through the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but as a general outline, uh, th- this one is is it's wrapping up the malevolence arc. Um, we we cut right back where the last episode ended. Uh, Obi Wan is really just laying heavy fire on the malevolence. Malevolence yep. is so big that they could lay turrets on this thing all day long. It's never going to blow up. Yep. So they need to they need to come up with a separate plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, meanwhile, Count Dooku tells. <laughs> Uh, Grievous that he's going to have this senator and uh, it's going to it's going to um, be a hostage type situation. Yep. I am. I imagine at that point there was probably a commercial break because that seems like the perfect spot for a commercial. Yeah. 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 You just cut <laughs> and then you see. It, and then um... like that you appear you appear back from the commercial break and it's Padme in hyperspace. Right. Yeah. She's like. She's talking to, she's got 3PO with her. It's just the two of them on the ship. It's that classic mm-hmm. Naboo cruiser uh, from Phantom Menace. Phantom Menace um, and... Uh, Attack of the Clones, Clones. too, right? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At, the very, at the very beginning, it gets blown up. Um, she's in hyperspace. She's talking to him about how she got sent down uh, to this planet to go talk to... The, the banking clan. Banking clan, yeah. And Palpatine Center. She says Palpatine Center. Um, and they're going to go negotiate a peace treaty. She lands out of hyperspace literally at the mouth of the malevolence. Uh, and it, it kills me, all right? I, I want to talk about this in depth. And maybe yeah. this is the last time we address this. Yeah. But holy cow... Why can't anyone figure out that Palpatine is the bad guy? Yeah, I just don't know. I don't get it. I'm gonna I'm gonna lay out the specific instance in this episode that that had me just like, there's just no way that, that nobody they couldn't figured afford. it out. So so within two minutes of real time like adventure, not even TV show time, like yeah. there's we see exactly what happens to her within two minutes. She says. To three p three p o. Yep. Palpatine sent me to this place. Then, with twenty seconds after that, they appear out of space or hyperdrive hyperspace at the mouth of the malevolence. Fifteen twenty seconds after that, she says, and I quote: "Hold on, I want to make sure I really have this." Okay. Give give me your best Padme Amidala. (laughs) Oh, I can't do that. She says, and I quote, it's a trap, a trap's been sent, a trap's been set, and I fell right for it. Literally, they, like, she realizes that this is happening, and she says, wow, there's a trap. 30 seconds ago, you told us that Palpatine's the one who sent you here. How would you, How how did they not figure at that exact moment Oh, Palpatine must be the bad guy. It's just stupidity on the Jedi's part. And, you know, 
you can't spoil it, man. You gotta keep them dumb for a while. They don't they don't understand. They don't they don't know the plot yet. I mean characters. So, so this okay, so I also have other issues as well. Ooh. For, for one, Padme is being sent to the banking clan, who is allegedly this it's supposed you know, to be in the middle. Oh, they're in the middle. They're supposed to. So basically, the way okay, a little bit on the munin, the munilist uh, banking clan. They are basically funding both sides of the war. So, and you see this later in season six, actually. Um, there's an arc where, yeah, it will. We'll hopefully get it to it. So why is she being sent to negotiate a treaty with this neutral third party? Because the Munes are more aligned to the separate separatist cause. Um, especially when you see the Munalist, uh, he's the tall. He's kind of tall. He's got the longer face in Attack of the Clones. Is he um, the green guy? No, not green guy. Um, I'm gonna pull him up real quick. Um, but they are basically. Um, they are basically, um, a race of bankers. Like they, um, they just, Oh, I see it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That guy. Yep. That's seven head. There's four heads, five heads, six heads. And he's a seven head with a big egg head. Yeah. So he, um, kind of sort of looks like a snook kind of guy. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, well, that okay. So Darth Plagueis, Darth Plagueis the Wise. Ooh, are he, we getting was, into some lore? Yeah. So he is actually immunalist. Oh. He's immune, and he was actually in the background. So before Palpatine gets power, Plagueis is the one that's making all the moves w- with the banking clan, and getting the Republic their army, getting Sifo Dyas to go to Camino. It's it's awesome. It's awesome. And if you guys aren't reading it, it the one legend book I would say that you should Where do you read, see th- where do you see this arc? Um the Sifo-Dyas arc you see in season 6. Um and the well the Plagueis stuff is in the book. In the Which Legends book? book. Legends book. Uh it's a, it's called Darth Plagueis. Okay. It's just, and it's and it's his story from life to death and it it kind of contradicts a whole bunch of stuff uh um in canon now but i absolutely love it it's a great story but anyway so she was going to meet with the munitless uh um with the The banking clan yeah okay who who both uh give money to both the republic and the separatists okay to fund the war which is weird because that's how governments fund money to start wars and to help other factions like that so it's so funny how realistic that like it's star wars but this happens all the time in real life so so my issue with that the point i was trying to make here is why does she not have any security forces with her when she's going to okay if they're allegedly slightly third or slightly a neutral third party but lean a little bit to the separatist. Yeah. Why doesn't she? Why doesn't she have security forces with her? Where's uh, where's her, you know, secret bodyguard? So here's the thing. Palpatine knows that Anakin's there. 
You have to remember that. So she's, yes. Th- so he's already predicting that Anakin's going to rescue her. So and plus, if you haven't seen, if you don't know Padme's character from the movies, she's very ha- headstrong. So for an example, at the end of Episode Three, she tells put she tells Typho to basically screw off. She doesn't need him. The war's over. I don't need security. It could have been it could have been something like that. Remember, we made a deal. Episode three, as in Revenge of the Sith. Okay, sorry. Revenge of the Sith. Sorry. Yeah. Revenge of the Sith. At the end of Revenge of the Sith, she goes and tells uh Okay, so she has a she she has has a habit of telling her security force to screw off. Yeah, pretty much. She doesn't need them. So that's definitely a possibility, but I feel like it's more palpatine going. Okay, let's send her into danger. We know Anakin's going to be there. Do you think that sit, that Palpatine Sidious was potentially sending her there just to buy the Separatist time to get away? Or do you think that I he think thought that there was a chance that this actually would work? So everything I mean, everything, he's the, everything he's that the, he does in this... He's the puppeteer. He's the puppeteer, and his main piece is Anakin Skywalker. Right. Everybody has to remember this. He is testing Anakin throughout the entire Clone Wars. And every and you'll see this in a lot of the arcs that we see. Palpatine puts Anakin in situations or knows what the council will do to counteract and give the separatists an advantage or a disadvantage or whatever, just to see how Anakin deals with the situation. Um, but it's it's interesting. And yeah. I, I understand the, the gripes of, oh, why didn't they figure it out sooner? Well, it's also a story. So you need to flush these things out. So, so, that... so I watched this episode with my wife. Oh, what did Jillian think? She declined to be on the episode, but I will say that she did have some really good insight. Really? For, for one, okay, part of when I brought this all up to her, one of her counter arguments is, Padme Amidala isn't a very good judge of character. No, no, she's she not. falls in love with who becomes Darth freaking Vader. Yeah, I mean, he literally kills an entire village of sand people. And she's like, I still love oh, you. Man. Let's have kids oh, together. Man. Oh, man. Sorry. I, that's yeah. so tough. So, I mean, she's, you know, Her judge she's of character gonna, isn't great. And she's going to listen to Palpatine because she won. Palpatine He's... basically raised her. Uh, in a way, yeah. He, he was an advisor. He was he was, he was her mentor in mm-hmm. politics and when she was the queen. Absolutely. In that so she's res- going to do whatever this guy says. Absolutely. And she's probably going to have a blind eye and never even think of the fact that maybe he is Palpatine. Maybe he is the one pulling the strings because why else would I get sent to this place? And I literally she doesn't, say she it's doesn't think She doesn't think anything of it, so. though. That's the issue. Right. Well, but that's kind of my, that's, uh, that's kind of my wife's point was like, maybe this, maybe she's so blind to this happening that well, she, and- she could never think that her dearly beloved uh, uh, Emperor Palpatine would ever wrong her. Well, that and I mean, Padme isn't my favorite character. How long was Neil Armstrong actually on the moon? When did Europe start speaking English? Did Marco Polo really go to China? 
CuriosityStream is the streaming service for all things history, plus science, wildlife, and more. What's the real story behind the Mona Lisa? We've got that. What caused the collapse of Rome? We know. Where did we find mankind's earliest ancestor? Come find out. For the holidays, give the gift of curiosity with 25% off gift cards for your curious cohorts. It's holiday shopping season at curiositystream.com slash gift. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. By any means, oh, I I enjoy her for what my favorite actress in the show, though. Uh, uh, you mean in the movies? Oh yeah, in the Star Wars universe. Oh okay, but anytime you want to slide into my DMs, Natalie Portman, there's my wife and I have an agreement. It's all good. Um. So um, I, I, I I don't have an Instagram or a Twitter, so it might be hard to slide in. Yeah. Good luck with that. (laughs) Um, so I really enjoy, uh, I, I really enjoy her character throughout the entire, throughout the prequel trilogy. I understand why she's used, I can see where her judgment isn't the best and I understand why she's put in some, some, some situations, but I clearly, I clearly think Palpatine put her there for a reason to test Anakin. Everything that happens uh, in a, the Clone Wars is, is to test Anakin because that, he's that's not a theory. To, that's a fact. He's trying to get him to hear boys and girls. He eventually gets him to Darth Vader. For the people that aren't watching, I am I'm wearing a Anakin Darth Vader down the middle. It's he's trying to get him to Darth Vader. He's trying to get him manipulated, and that's the best way to do it is Padme. Yeah. So that's the way he does it. Yep. But no, yeah. Um what else in this episode here? Where are we at now? Well, so so we i know that that was quite the diversion uh she no, gets it was she great. gets sucked into the ship yep um by a tractor beam because you know tractor beams are like the number one thing that all star wars uh, if you don't have a tractor beam on your ship you you're don't not have a, a star ship. Wars ship yeah. Oh, yeah and also there's no uh we haven't developed the technology to counteract tractor beams yet okay i know right come on <laughs> So so she gets sucked in. Mm-hmm. Uh, Grievous goes down to go capture her. She figures out, I need to get off this ship. She rigs the ship. Grievous shows up. The ship explodes. <laughs> uh, he literally, like, he shoves the droids and the droids are like, hey, that's not nice. Yeah, and yeah. He, he did, so he gets off fine. Um, she, you know, she's trying to find a way through and figure out a different way off the ship. So one thing about that, the, the ship blowing up. So remember, we talked about in the, the second episode how Dooku was like, they're expensive. Remember that quote? Yeah. Remember when yeah. he said that? Again, Grievous doesn't give a single crap. He no, doesn't care. No. And, and especially when, well, when I thought up, that too, I was like, man, he's really just like yeah, throwing these. Yeah, he just doesn't these- care. There's like three or four droids that he destroys in this because he also throws a couple off the bridge when he's facing Kenobi later on. Yes. So yeah. um, he 
So when it blows up, you actually see his hand pop. He doesn't escape the explosion. He survives it, but he you he shoots it. You see a hand shoot up, and that's his. But I think it's a, it's genius. Padme is one of the smartest characters in all of Star Wars. She was like, yep, I'm going to re- I don't need this ship. It's not like it costs money. I can get another one. So she, let's blow she it up. owns a planet, basically. Yeah, she owns a planet. But um, yeah, that. I mean, it just goes to show you Grievous does not care about his troops. No, no. They're indispensable. So. No, they are dispensable to him. Oh, yeah, dispensable. Yeah, sorry. So so Anakin finds out that uh, she's on the ship. Yes. And he makes a dash for it. He's like, him and Obi-Wan. Yeah, screw my life. We're going to go save the princess. (laughs) And uh, you even see like Ahsoka's like, uh, no, thanks. Why? She's like, she's like, why are you some chick, bro? Come on. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. They uh, so they make it on. They go through an airlock. Um, they, remember what they I said. S- remember what I said a few weeks ago about the spinning thing. The spinning did, thing. Did you catch? Did you catch on? So when they come out, when they when they when they get to the lock, Anakin Obi Wan goes, "That's not a that's not a fly. That's not a form of flying." Uh, she, no, he says, "Anakin spinning does not uh, is not a way of flying," and he said, and Anakin goes, "It's a good trick." So they, it referenced it referenced back to <laughs> Phantom Menace. And I said know, that a few weeks ago and I was like, pay attention, because in the fourth episode, that's what they say. He says this he does he spins around later. He's like, I got a trick. We're gonna get away from these droids. And then yep. as they're escaping malevolence, he does his spins. He spins spinning. That's a good that's, trick. Yeah. <laughs> I, just I mean, it's it. better than like the original, like don't worry, Princess Leia. I can get out of this situation. And you see Han Solo slightly drifting to the right, and then slightly <laughs> yeah. drifting to the yeah. left. In uh, was that episode four? Uh, no, uh, Empire Strikes Back when they're in the asteroid field. Yeah, he's like, "Don't worry, I got this." <laughs> it's just like yeah. <laughs> slightly. Yeah. But uh, uh, back to them getting on the ship. Yeah, so they're on the ship. Uh, that you know dubious droids get blown up you know but there's not much of a fight there uh they make it into this like un this like uh train depot kind of thing dude this ship this is ship, massive it really is it's i mean massive it has a train system inside of it yeah it's like a it, it's more like a subway i would say it's more like a subway system. yeah 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 i mean there's tunnels yeah so they just it's it's very very vast i mean in in the camera angle of how they did it to make it look so vast was very, very good. I mean, it does make the Ventor class starships from the Republic look small. Oh, and yeah. those, are those are big. Those ships. are massive. Yeah. Massive ships. So this thing, it, I mean, it could fit. I feel like, you know, 20 or 30 of those. It's Ventor almost as big as a super star destroyer for the Empire. Is it really? It's wow. it's close. I want to say. Um, but size-wise. so yeah, so she's ends up on one of the platforms. Uh huh. Um, that's where Anakin and Obi Wan find her. Uh, she ends up on a different track system than they do. Um, and then you see one of those. Is it a super battle droid? Is the big silver ones? What are they called? Yeah, yeah the those are the B two battle droids. B two battle droids. 
Yeah. He uh, he blows up the track. Anakin's like, oh, you, I'll save you. You just got to jump. Just Trust jump me, me, I'll force you. Which I was impressed by. I was like, man, that's that's some high-level force. And it's uh, it fits Anakin Skywalker's character yeah. great because yeah. he's gutsy. He'll do anything. He he will do anything to save the people that he cares about. And it, it this is why the Clone Wars helped the prequels so much. This show builds on the prequels, and it makes me appreciate the prequels so much because they didn't have they you only have two and a half three hours to tell a story. Whereas yeah. in an animated show, you oh, have you have a hundred hours a of footage. series exactly to build on these characters. So I feel like it really, really, really helps the prequels in that. I mean, for reference, the Mandalorian has more airtime than the original Star Wars trilogy. Yeah. I mean, that just goes to show you how much more content there is now than there was Back even even 10 years ago, 15 years yeah. ago. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, so yeah, so he gets her, um, it, they make it onto the train, they like, they go through one of these subway tunnels and she's like, oh, Anakin, you were just trying to get me alone, weren't you? Uh -huh. And we see our big, we see our, uh, our forbidden romance. Yeah. They, they almost even kiss before they're interrupted. I mean, it I, is a kid show. I love, I love the next part. I love when Obi-Wan's just like, let me go, uh, Anakin, I'll go after the droid. And right before they kiss and Anakin's like, okay master <laughs> and then and then and then we cut to obi-wan using the force on on uh on 3po to get him yeah. over and mm -hmm. then a train just comes out of nowhere just and smacks just smacks them and i'm like you know what this is a kid's thing but i still laugh at that every single time i i was shocked that i mean granted it's c3po and they have a relationship but to me, I was like, oh, yeah, no, that's C-3PO's done. They're just going to leave him behind because I'm not going to go risk my life to go save a droid that's totally replaceable. Yeah, because he goes, he goes, drat, Anakin, I lost your droid. <laughs> and then it's just like, of course. And Anakin does. seems like he couldn't really care. I mean, no. granted, he was thinking with the wrong head, but. Oh, yeah, for sure. No doubt. No yeah. doubt. Are they married? No, they don't get married until. Uh, yes, they they get they're married after Attack of the Clones. Yes. That's the end scene. So yeah, they are married. At this oh, they point. are married. Okay, yeah, you're right. Yep, you're right. Yep. Um. So canonic. So canonically, they. I think this takes place. I think maybe a year into the Clone Wars. Okay. So that's that's where we're at. Um. But yeah. Um. He gets yeah, he gets hit by another train. <laughs> Obi-Wan in this episode is he's awesome. Very I much like the it. exasperated uh yeah. father figure who's yeah, just like, oh, not another thing. Yeah. Uh they yeah, and then he he meets Grievous with not for the first time. Uh no. No, they've what? met before. Um I'm pretty positive. I feel like did they meet in the last episode? I'm 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 checking my show notes now. No, they didn't meet last episode. So I. But you do. Little, so on the Obi Wan and Grievous relationship, we don't really know when it starts. Um, I guess you could say this would be the first can uh canon 
battle that we know of. Mm-hmm. Um, but I could be completely wrong. I, I I'm and a sweaty nerd, but I there's some things that I I truly don't know about. And this this episode is a little bit like their meeting in Revenge of the Sith. Yes, and yes, they're surrounded absolutely. By droids. Absolutely. He jumps down, and then uh, Grievous says, "Grievous says Grievous, hello there." Hello there. Yeah. yeah. So it's the and opposite. Then, yeah, it's funny. It's t- it, I think uh, my head canon is that when Obi-Wan jumps down in Revenge of the Sith and goes, yep. hello there, that's like a direct reference yes. to this meeting. Yes, that's him absolutely. being like, all right, now it's my turn, turn. To, F- yeah. to, to get you. Yeah, absolutely. No, yeah, absolutely. I, I, uh, um, But yeah, Obi-Wan tells uh, Anakin that he's going to dis- go destroy the hyperdrive so that they can't, or take the hyperdrive offline. Yeah. Well, he goes, Grievous puts him in a, into a trap, and and Obi done Obi Wan does incredibly well in that match. Like he he outwits, and I mean you can't really expect any less of Obi Wan in that in that respect. Yeah, but um, he I mean he yeets one of those um, yes yes he does, and Grievous literally picks it up and throws it. Yeah, like and that that was impressive as well too. Yeah, Dooku probably wouldn't approve. No, no, and absolutely then, not. And then as he's escaping, he uh he kind of deflects a he backhanded bats a laser yeah. and hits a droid. And uh-huh. then another droid's like, wow, that was kind of cool. <laughs> and, yeah. Then, yeah. and then that's so I guess our our grievous body count is up to four now. He's destroyed yeah. four battle droids at this yes, point. Yes, he has. He's really he picks the guy up. He's like, Man, get out of here. Get out of here. Just yeah. throws him off the bridge. No big uh-huh. deal. Whatever. Just how much do you think a battle droid costs in in US dollars? Like, you know, two, three hundred thousand? I'd say so. I mean, that, they're, that, they're, they're pretty They're expensive. walking, dro- like, you know, battle droids. That's yeah. got to cost a good chunk of change. No, yeah, absolutely. He's just destroyed a million dollars worth of material. Yeah, absolutely. No um, and then, so while, so while Obi-Wan's out there, uh, out on the, uh, in the hyperdrive room with Grievous, Anakin and Padme reach the bridge of the ship. Um, and I thought it was interesting. So they show up. Anakin pretty much takes care of everything, actually pushes Padme out of the way of a blaster into the the um, into the elevator shaft, into the elevator that they just came up in. Mm-hmm. Um, and he pretty much takes care of them, yeah. which is obviously because he's the chosen one. He's going to be able to take down a couple of droids um and then they rig and then anakin's like well we can't stop them but i've got an idea and he rigs the ship's nav computer to um uh crash into the moon that they are going past um and then they leave uh and the broken droids like they don't know what just happened but they're like okay whatever everything's well they walk in and and the coast is clear there's no droids in the room and they're like oh yeah i guess they fixed it already yeah uh uh-huh yep so uh so they're fly so they make it off the ship uh c3po has been saved how long was neil armstrong actually on the moon when did europe start speaking english did marco polo really go to china curiosity stream is the streaming service for all things history plus science wildlife and more What's the real story behind the Mona Lisa? We've got that. What caused the collapse of Rome? We know. Where did we find mankind's earliest ancestor? Come find out. 
For the holidays, get the gift of curiosity with 25% off gift cards for your curious cohorts. It's holiday shopping season at curiositystream.com slash gift. Israel is 5,690 miles away from the U.S., 11 hours by plane. Hate travels faster, in a comment, in a post, in a second. Jewish hate is up 388% in the U.S. Black hate, Muslim hate, and Asian hate are up too. When one hate rises, they all do. Let's stand up to all hate together. Share and wear the blue square from StandUpToJewishHate.org. Queen Amidala has been, Senator Amidala has been saved. Yep. Uh, and yeah, they they switch on the hyperdrive. Meanwhile, Grievous and you know five or six of the uh, of the the flying droids. What are they called? The droid uh, droid starfighters. I can't think of their technical terms. Vulture droids. They're vulture, uh, they're vulture droids. droids. Yep. The uh, they droids. they start chasing uh, Anakin and crew, and that's when he does his little special spin move. Yep. Uh, did you? Okay. So here's another thing that I noticed in this episode is uh, when it comes to the relationship of Anakin and Padme, yep. is you see her run right for the turret, and Obi Wan yes. goes, "Oh, you've done, you look like you've done this, done before. this before," and I'm yeah. like, "How much does Obi Wan know about?" So in later seasons, Obi Wan is not blind. Obi-Wan is not blind. He knows he he has a pretty good idea on what's going on. He's figured it out. He kind of knows what's going yes, on. Maybe absolutely. not to the extent of what's no, going on, but yeah. he knows something's up. He knows up. something's up. For sure. Mm. Um obviously uh Grievous gets off the ship um and he's telling them to meet at the rendezvous point. Well, Dooku tells them to meet at the rendezvous Oh, yeah, that's point. right. That's right. That's right. Um, and he's like, everything's going right. Right, Dooku? And Dooku, or right, Grievous? And Grievous is like, yeah, no, it's fine. We got the ship fixed. And then he turns around and just, yeah, the thing just gets obliterated. Obliterated into the moon. I mean, it and jumps goes, into hyperspace going through the moon. Yeah, and, into uh, the moon. Yeah, yeah. Jumps into hyper hyperspace going into the moon. Kind of does like a holdover maneuver in The Last Jedi where she does hyperspace into all the star destroyers but like it wasn't very successful <laughs> so um i so i so i'm reading light of the jedi yes that, which you recommended and in that show it's it's kind of the same uh premises and i think one of the things that uh you don't realize is like i, I don't know if you've ever seen um like they do tests on space shuttles and they oh, launch yeah. stuff like golf balls at, you know, a steel plate that's like two inches thick. And you see, I mean, you think of a golf ball. If I think throw that thing as hard as I can, I can maybe break glass, but I'm not yeah. getting through wood. I'm not getting through anything. You watch a, a, you know, a golf ball go through a two inch plate of steel at 500 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. It's leaving a huge dent. Oh, imagine, yeah. imagine, the malevolence that's like, you know, the size of a superstar destroyer going through a moon. That's yeah. a huge impact. Yeah, it is pretty big. As a, that, as a, I mean, that's got to be impact. like atomic bomb size level of explosion. You would imagine. Yes, absolutely. But it's an unpopulated moon. And, you know, 
I think Anakin's character laid at the risk. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, David, yeah. what is your rank of the episode? Okay, I'm going to rank the episode, and then I'm going to rank the arc. Okay. All right? Okay, I'll do the same. This is the first arc I've go- I'm going through, and again, maybe we can co- come in afterwards, like once we've really finished this, and just go down the list of all the arcs and rank them. Yes. But for now, first time through it, I'm going to give it a Jedi Master for the arc. Okay. I'm going to give it a Jedi Knight for the episode. Okay. I... The ep- the episode is good. We learn a lot of things. We see, you know, we see the relationship of Anakin and Padme develop. Yeah. But it it was it you know, I mean we're four episodes in and it was definitely just like a culmination of the arc. Not a lot of arcs are gonna get Grandmaster for me. And okay. this is not one of them. Oh. So <laughs> um there will be a couple of arcs that I give Grandmaster to and we will get to those and I can't wait for those because it's gonna be awesome. But um, I'll give it a Jedi. I'll give the arc Jedi Knight, and I will give the episode Jedi Knight. It right. was good. Respectable. It was good. it was good, but, you know. All right, now let's get into are we, some. Are we ready for news? Yeah, Star Wars news. Um, David, uh, what? How are you liking Light of the Jedi so far? Because I know we just touched a little bit on it. How are you liking it? How do we feel about how do we feel about spoilers? Can we talk about what's going on in the book, or do you feel? Yeah, like- I I mean people people are gonna read it. Some people aren't. I mean, if you don't want to read, if you don't want to listen to spoilers, if you're watching on YouTube, skip ahead. Two I will. Minutes. I yeah, skip ahead two minutes, or I will give you a sign to mute or whatever. Um, but on the audio. Um, I'll just here. I don't have to get into details. No, I won't no, give anything away. To. No, you don't have to. The book is going great. I'm not super far into it. I'm in, I may be five or six chapters and they aren't long chapters. Yes. Uh, but I'm starting to get an idea of the situation that's coming up. Um, there is quite a bit of world building. Yes. Which, for me personally, you really I enjoy? have, I've always, I feel like when it comes to character building, I, I love good character building and I want to know more about the characters and like yeah. more of like the races and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But I'm, the reason I'm reading a Star Wars book or the reason I'm reading a Star Wars comic is I want to, I want to know more about the force. I want to know more about the galaxy. I want to know more about the training and the planets. And this, and, is, and this is, this is right up your alley, man. Yeah. The high yeah. Republic is by far a good, if you don't, if you aren't interested in the star Wars books, the high Republic stuff come content is awesome. It's yeah, just they're, awesome. They make a, uh, they're, they make a reference about, uh, Bacta. Yes. Like because Bacta it's not tanks. Yep, it hasn't been prevalent. invented yet. It, yes. Well, it hasn't been invented yet, period. It has healing properties, but they don't have They're a way to... They're doing research on it right now. And so, like, it's yep. cool to kind of be like, oh, I, I know about back to tanks, you know? In about so, 200 years, we it's not that big of a deal. We just uh, bathe in it, you know? Yeah. What, what Thousands of us on a medical 
uh, a medical, medical ship out in the middle of the like last universe. episode. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So it's 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 cool. It's it's world building. The the action is. There's not a lot of action yet. I mean, a lot's happening, but there's not a like- lot. A lot happens when you get close to impact. Okay. So everything. So when impact happens, that's when all the action happens, and it's nonstop, nonstop action. Got it. It's incredible. Um, once David finishes the book, we will have a little bit of a round table discussing Light of the Jedi. Um. So we'll have some content creators that have read the books, talk about it, and give opinions. That might be here in the next, probably the mo- next month or something like that. Um, yeah. Well, it, or whenever David gets it All depends, gets it depends on how long the movie or the book takes. So, um, and then what I'm looking forward to most is talking about Rising Storm. Rising Storm is m- the best book out of the, out of the, um, trilogy right now um i really Is that the one that, that just came out that's not the one that, that just ago, came out which uh, you've already at the beginning finished. at the beginning of this month yeah that i just finished i'm getting the next book in that in that trilogy i've got it on amazon already it comes to me next week so i will be reading that um reading and listening to that but yeah um uh, but how, that how how about um, this? Isn't really necessarily news, but I'm curious. You told me you had Star Wars trivia this week. Yes. Yes. Tell me more about like. So what was that? How'd it go? So in Char Char J's uh, server, uh, shout Char-Char out Char Char J. Char-Char J, J. Is. Okay. He's a TikTok guy. Got he, it. He does yep. Star Wars content. He has a yep. Discord that I belong to. Um, and also, if anybody wants to join our Discord server, link will be in the bio of the episode on YouTube and on the Apple podcast and everything like that. So be on the lookout for it. I've got to put that on you because I don't I don't even know what our Discord is. No, yeah. This is this is new, right? Relatively. No, yeah. It yeah, it's it's new. Uh, it's been around for a couple of weeks now. Okay. Um but uh if you want a good if you want to be in a Star Wars community that's fun, lighthearted, but talks lore and gets really sweaty about it, come join our Discord server. But I was in Char Char J's. Uh, he's running uh, what? If anybody knows what the movie trivia showdown is, that's the that's the basic um, uh, format of it. So first round, you it's two opponents. You get ten questions from any category from Star Wars. Um, so I played Grandmaster Bale, who is also in my server. He's a head mod. Me and him played. Uh, for uh, for the first round, um, and I scored four. He scored one. The questions are very, very hard. Very hard. What was that? What's an example question? Do you I remember can't, any? I can't reveal anything because oh. the, the first round hasn't concluded yet. Okay. So I will keep that in my back pocket. Is it all movies, or is it movies and TV it's shows, or movie, is it anything? Movies, movies, TV shows, and some other content. Okay. Um, but uh, so the second round you get a spinning wheel. So it has all the movies, mixed bag, and I think one TV show. I'm not completely positive, but there's also a opponent's choice and a spinner's choice. So Bale got Attack of the Clones, and he he didn't like it. 
and he uh, and then he ultimately got opponent's choice. So I got to choose. So I chose mixed bag. He he was like, you better not choose Attack of the Clones. That's that's not fair. He so I was like, like that I d- uh, yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't know much about it. So uh, he he got mixed bag. He did pretty well in it. And then I spun and I got Spinner's choice and I got Revenge of the Sith. And I swept. So I got wow. all, of, all of my points were in the second round. Uh, so the final score was 13 to three. And the third round, you pick numbers between one and 20. And in one through 20 can be the movies, heroes and villains, spacecrafts, um, planets. It's just more, the third round is more, uh, more categories. So your first question is worth two points. Your second question is worth three points. And your last question is worth five points. So, and when, when you're ahead, you can defer each round to the opponent to play first. And then you, that's how I would do it. If I were to, if the way I did it was I deferred because I wanted to see what answers he would get and what answers, like what points wise. There's like actual strategy. Yes. It's very much strategy. Um, is this televised is, or is this just, so the clips, the clips will be on TikTok. I don't know when. Uh, me and Bales won't be on TikTok, but the next round, round two between me and Harith, will be on will be on either Char's YouTube channel or on his TikTok, and uh, be on the can lookout link, for that. Can we link to those in like the YouTube maybe? Yes, possibly. They, I'll okay. have to talk to Char about it more. Um, that might be something that we have to put in and after the video has been out for a while. Um, but, uh, there's some pretty good content creators that are joining in on this trivia. So it's really exciting. Yeah. That sounds awesome. Um, sounds and like then, a lot of fun. oh yeah, it is. It is really fun. Um, and then what's going on with Kenobi? So Kenobi, uh, so I'm pulling up the, so the source for our, all of our content, all of our news comes from star Wars news net, very reliable sources, very reliable sources. Um, so, uh, actor, what's his name? Sung Kang, who was in the, uh, Fast and the Furious, um, uh, trilogy. He's in Tokyo Drift and then he's in Fast Five and he dies or something. I don't remember. It's it's very, that whole series. I was, uh, I was out after Paul Walker died. RIP. Um, but he had a sit down with Rotten Tomatoes and they asked him about filming because he's in the show. Um, he said, quote, that feeling I, uh, that I get on set is every single crew member, you look in their eyes and it's like a kid going, I grew up watching Star Wars. Like, this is my dream to be here. To see one of the Star Wars characters or Darth Vader's character or, you know, one of the Jedi's walking around. So that, that gets me excited. Um, I mean, you see Darth Vader already on screen, and he is—he is, he is um, being rumored to play the fifth brother, which is in it was an in, which is a uh, Inquisitor. So Inquisitors are are were are fallen Jedi that turn into Jedi hunters during Order sixty six and and during the right during the rise of the Empire. If you've uh, played. Is it Jedi, Jedi Fallen Order? Yes, that's what the Inquisitors it, are. 
they're the bad guys in that one. You face two or three of them. Yes. Right? Yes, absolutely. See, I know a little bit of the lore. Yes, absolutely. So Kang's character is rumored to be with Darth Vader quite a bit. So that's that's interesting. I really, really enjoy this. Now I'm going to ask, to end the show, I'm going to ask David a question. Can Obi-Wan leave Tatooine during, what do you, before the original trilogy? Can he can leave it, Luke on his own? Answer, can he leave Tatooine? Yes or no, and why? Uh, do you mean like when he goes to Tatooine to go watch over Luke yes. in... Yes. Does he have to stay on Tatooine? Mo- morally or physically? I mean both. Well, so morally, he basically promises to watch over him from a distance, right? Isn't that the implication? Yes. Uh, could he? I mean, he could physically. I think that he... I don't think that there's a specific... Well... Granted, all Jedi in the entire universe are being hunted, and he was relatively well known. Yes. Uh, but but also, if he really wanted to, I think he could get off the planet. But um, he is well enough hidden, and he has a reason to stay on the planet. I don't think that he has a good enough reason to get off. How about that? Okay. My counterpoint. Okay. Okay. So you know how Vader says Obi-Wan once thought as you do in Return of the Jedi to Luke Skywalker. Mm-hmm. Does that quote make sense to you when you see Obi-Wan fight Anakin in Revenge of the Sith at the end? Does that make sense? Say that one more time. Say the Obi-Wan, quote again. Obi-Wan once thought as you do. Once thought as you do. And Luke thought of, hey, there's good inside of you. Like, I can feel it. Just let yourself, let your anger go. But Obi-Wan, is... at the end of, of, of Revenge of the Sith, believes that, he's, that his friend is gone. So that quote doesn't make much sense to me. So my thing is... Well, it, it, he recognizes that Vader's Anakin, doesn't he? Uh, and in A New Hope, he says he's more machine than man, twisted and evil. So I when feel did, like uh, it's when did metaf- Obi-Wan... metaphorically he feels like he's the lost Anakin, not actually physically he's lost Anakin. So here's my thing. I think Obi-Wan can and will leave Tatooine. During if... the show? Yes, Is the show absolutely. taking place after Revenge of the Sith? Yes. And you'll have flashbacks to the Clone Wars with Hayden Christensen being Anakin Skywalker. Oh, wow. But here... Hear me out. My feeling is if Obi-Wan feels like he is putting Luke at risk, he's going to get off the planet. Mm-hmm. And here's the other point. He picked, they picked Tatooine for a reason. Anakin slash Darth Vader doesn't, doesn't like wanna, going back. There. Doesn't like going back to Tatooine. No, he hardly steps on the planet except for the Vader comic in in 2020, the one that we're currently going through the arc now, he steps on the. That's the only reason why he steps on the planet is after he finds out Luke is his fa- is his son. That's mm-hmm. the only reason. 
So my feeling is, is if and and I've heard that Leia is a big part of this show, which I don't know how I feel about it because like I feel like Leia doesn't really have a connection to Obi Wan in 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 A New Hope. How are they going to realistically do this? Like the only thing that I could think of is is if Leia's in trouble and Obi Wan is the only one that can save her From and a get distance, her. Maybe I think he has to get off planet. Hmm. I think that my thing is Obi-Wan's going to protect Luke and the best way to protect Luke if the Inquisitors somehow find him is that he has to get off planet find Luke or find find Obi-Wan that's your that's he's your putting, he's putting theory no no that's my that's just my theory because I feel like Obi-Wan when when he makes that vow to protect Luke at any cost that means that includes leaving the planet. Mm. That's my take, and I've and I've been meaning to put a TikTok out on uh, a video on TikTok, and this will probably be clipped into it. But my feeling is is that if Obi Wan feels that Luke is in that much danger with him being on Tatooine, he would leave. So your thought is because of this recent casting as an Inquisitor that there's going to be Inquisitors looking for Obi-Wan. They already the are. They already are. That's their. That's one of their main. They are finding Jedi that have survived Order 66. But you think that they have a lead and they know that Obi-Wan's on Tatooine? Possibly. Hmm. And Obi-Wan, and let's think about it from a logistics standpoint and money-making they're not going to do a series about Obi-Wan staying on Tatooine. Uh, they it's, might. It's no. They got to leave. They, you think it's too limited of a of a uh, setting? Yeah. But then you what just is he start... gonna do? What What is he going to do? Attack Tusken yeah, Raiders? Then do you uh, don't you run the risk of the show lining up? too similarly to the Mandalorian, right? If it's just like, oh, now we got to get out of this situation. Oh, now we got to get out of this situation. Here's the thing. They're bridging the prequels with the original trilogy. And this part of canon has been looked at from Rebels, Rogue One, and Solo. But what everybody is clamoring for is is Obi-Wan versus Vader to... We want Ewan to face off against Vader. Yeah, I don't think that'll happen in the show. I don't I think plan. It will. I don't plan. I don't plan on that happening at all. Will you be upset if it does, though? I won't. Mm, I won't be surprised. How about that? But will I you be upset if it's executed, executed well? It's all mm. about execution. I mean, it's canon. Be happy, right? Absolutely. But. Uh, there's. I think you're some, gonna see Anakin. I think you're gonna see Obi Wan versus Vader. It's gonna happen. There's something sacred about the path of Obi Wan versus Anakin. The yeah. fact that the last time Obi Wan saw Anakin alive, he literally chopped him up and left him out for bed for dead. The only reason he didn't kill him is because he was such a good friend that he couldn't be the one to finally cut his head off or whatever. Yeah. Right? 
So that's why he leaves him there to his own devices. And he well, he, he thinks he, he thinks le- he's gonna die. He watches yeah. him catch fire. He he's leg- like he legitimately He thought he was dead. Yeah. He thought he had done his mission. And now and now Vader I'm, comes back I'm, and somehow I'm sure that he hears about this new Darth Vader that appears around the same time that Anakin allegedly dies. He's got 27 years to figure it out. He figures out that that's Anakin. But I think that story-wise, the narrative doesn't do justice if they meet up a couple times off-screen between episode three and episode four of of the Anakin Skywalker series. I think it... It makes more sense uh, narratively for them to have this epic battle. Obi-Wan leaves him for dead. He He's dead. Anakin's dead to Obi-Wan. He loses him as a friend, all that kind of stuff. And then the next time they meet each other is on the ship and is uh, Obi-Wan basically facing him one last time and saying, all right, fine, I, I can't. I still can't kill you. I cannot kill you. You are my best friend. You were, you were, you were a son to me, and I am bowing out and giving into the force. It'd be—I don't know—it it wouldn't do the story justice, in my opinion. Makes sense or doesn't make sense? Do you it think does. I have a point? No, yo, you do. You yeah. absolutely do. Yeah. I, the the fanboy me wants once Obi Wan. Invader to fight just so that Aunt Obi-Wan can cut off the 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 face plate and Vader takes off the face plate and no, you see Hayden Christian you see Hayden Christensen's face and you just see him do the do the this is what you've done to me No Dave Filoni don't do it it's that a bad be, idea that would be you're not doing it'd be epic it'd be fanboy i, I would cry I would, I, would, I would sob like a baby like it would be 10 times oh, worse don't say that no it wouldn't do the story justice we will he agree to what disagree he, on that he knows what he did to anakin he watched him burn he knows and he faces him on the ship and he gives in he says i still can't kill you you're going to tell me that he's going to attack Anakin and Anakin's going to rip off his mask and be like, you're still hurting me, Obi-Wan. How could you do this? No, no, no. I, I, you know what? I'd be mad if they face off against each other. <laughs> it's canon and I'll be happy. But oh, I'll, I'll be enjoy, mad. I'll be, I'll enjoy the heck out of it. I will enjoy it. I'll, I'll love every second of it. But guys, 20, that. 23 is a long ways away. Well, it's supposed to come out 2022. What? It's supposed to come out next year. Yeah, they're in production right now. They've been in production since uh, March. Wow. So it wouldn't start. It wouldn't surprise me if you start hearing that they've wrapped here in the next couple of months. Um, and then you got. Uh, when are so, we going to get the leaked Instagram photos of the sets and all that kind of stuff? Oh, we've there already has been. There's oh, been people God. taking pictures every t- everywhere. So. No one take pictures of Anakin. We don't want to know. Okay. No, it, it, especially <laughs> especially with Hayden Christensen being Darth Vader, like that gives me goosebumps. Like I literally have goosebumps right now. But, um, guys, that's gonna be an episode. Uh, that's gonna be the end. Uh, David, what 
what where can the people find us on social media why do you always ask i don't have it written down just so you know so uh we are at the padawans pod on instagram and twitter i believe i'm looking that up right now great great pod so we're at padawans on uh twitter and on instagram we are at the padawans podcast and then also on tiktok we are at the padawans podcast as well or you can look in our video and audio description and we'll have all that information for you yes absolutely so we we will be back david will be back it'll be two weeks but i have taken a week off you'll be i have car 2d2 from they fly now podcast coming in to talk about star wars uh particularly about star wars rebels which is a show that takes place after the clone wars so um, I will just I'll give a disclaimer now. If you guys haven't watched Rebels, you I wouldn't suggest you listen to this episode. I won't be listening. I'm um, gonna I'm going to abstain. So, um, if you guys want to come back and listen to, it, we can put in when we start talking about spoilers. I will give I will let them know that we are starting spoilers now, and then if you want to come back afterwards. I'll put a timestamp. It'll be good. But if you guys are, if you've seen everything, it's going to be a good conversation. And that will be out on Tuesday. Um, But that is going to be an episode. Um, We've got more guests lined up as this thing gets trucking, keeps, gets going. We've got ideas of, of book talk, just trying to get a, we want to stay with the Star Wars, with the Clone Wars content. But as shows start to come out and do that, we are going to do separate episodes as reactions and, and breakdowns and stuff like that. So just be on the lookout for that in the near future. Um, but for this episode... Ready to sign off? Yes. May the Go force ahead. be with you. It's canon. Be happy. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.